Are you interested in learning new recipes to cook with your Dutch oven? Then you've turned into the right podcast. Wait, no, that's not what we're all about. Hang on, hang on. We're going to try this again. Um, fire safety. That's something podcasts should be about. Nope, that's dumb too. Hold on a second. Windsurfing. When was the last time you heard a podcast about windsurfing? That's a, no, I'm sorry. We're not going to do any of those things. We're going to try reinventing ourselves tonight on the Nerd of God cast. Hey there, guys and gals, geeks and gamers. You're listening to the Nerd of Godcast, that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Nerd of Godcast, where Christ culture and nerd culture are constantly reinventing themselves to stay cool with the kids, but never changing who they are on the inside. My name is Tony T. For the next few minutes, we're going to be talking about all the things that make us geek out and give glory to God, but I'm not going to be doing it by myself, because with me, as always, he's the best at being the worst. It's Steve-O Supremo. Hello, everybody. I would like for you to call me Alan from now on. Hey, Al, what's going on? Hey. I, I can like be your that. bodyguard. You like can be that. my long-lost pal. <laughs> uh, moving around the square circle here she is sweet and salty and conveniently pocket-sized it's jackie freaking wilson i don't like it <laughs> you don't like calling him alan no no this is happening all night now like Ste- it. it's he- worse he- than I'm calling neff greg i'm reinventing myself <laughs> yeah uh, that's, that's I'm, pretty bad i'm putting on the glasses so i look like somebody different often imitated never duplicated it's the big man greg <laughs> Hello there, children. Good to see you. Quentin Gregory Neff. How are the kids? <laughs> Sometimes sassy, but always classy from the Island of Enchantment. It's lovely Lady Lismati. I wish I knew another language and that you guys didn't know it. I you, speak it right now. You, you literally say, do. You literally do. <laughs> no, but it's not reinventing myself if you, you guys just, already know it. It's an audio it. it's an audio podcast. Just say you're you're speaking in sign language and then Everyone who's listening would believe you. Oh. But now whoa, 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 whoa. Don't speak that kind of sign language, Adam. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I think she just said you're number one, Stephen. Yeah. And over in the booth, pushing <laughs> all the buttons that keep this bucket of bolts flying, it's our own resident smart guy, Nick the Engineer. Hello. Hey, buddy. All right, well, let's get into it tonight. We'd love for you to con- uh, join the conversation. The best way for you to do that is to connect with us across all the social medias. You can hang out with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Nerd of Godcast. You can visit our website at www.nerdofgodcast.com, or you can email us at nerdofgodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to chat with you, connect with you, and exchange animated gifts with you. <laughs> If you're on Facebook, you can also join our Facebook small group. It's called the Nerd of God Squad. Send us a request. We will almost certainly approve it, bring you in there, and you can get in the streams with all the memes and have a good time with us on don't there. Don't cross them. Don't, don't you dare cross those streams. Burn your face off, man. <laughs> uh, also, we are a listener-supported podcast, so if you want to be a part of the ministry and make this thing happen, you can bring your financial blessing to the table at patreon.com slash nerdofgodcast and be a part of it. We definitely appreciate that. Uh, helping the message go forward from the game stops to the comic shops. So uh, let's get into it tonight. Uh, we're going to have a conversation. We're talking about reinventing ourselves this evening. Have you ever tried to like reinvent yourself? Have you ever tried to like take on a different character and and maybe like in real life, just like now I'm going to be this person? Sort of, kind of. Like what? Uh, when I was in, I mean, from like sixth grade to ninth grade. I was like the like wannabe like hardcore like thug guy, mm. um, and then when I went into tenth grade, I had long hair, I had Leonard Skinner shirt on, and like ripped up like tight tighter jeans. Tight tighter jeans. Well, not like tight jeans. Is that a brand? But, but like uh, not like tight jeans, but like I was 
I had like really baggy jeans, like when I was like dressing like a thug kind of thing. Um, and uh, so when I wore like not tight, not baggy, baggy jeans and a Leonard Skinner shirt. So how was that redefining yourself? Like how was that reinventing yourself? Because uh, I, I, I mean, I was trying to. I was trying to like because I'd also gotten saved in that time, so like I was trying to leave that past me behind. And I figured one of the ways to do that is just completely change how I look. Like that would reflect my inward change. Hmm. So I just tried to reinvent myself, even though I was wearing all that, and even though I loved like rock music at the time and like Leonard Skinner, I was still like hip hop is still my favorite genre of music, and I had to pick one. So it never really like I never really I tried to make that a physical change to represent an inward change, and then I decided no, I'm just going to be me. So you have made the full traveling journey from being like Snoop Dogg to now you're like Charlie Brown. Mm. Yeah, it's good. It's good <laughs> stuff. Uh, have you ever? Every time I went to a new school and I moved around a lot when I was a kid, I always said when I move to a new place, I'm going to start by using a British accent. I've told this oh story gosh. before. Yes. I always thought, okay, first day of school, new place, I'm going to come in. And, Hello, everyone. I'm from across the pond, and here I am. My name's Tony. I'm from England. Tut tut. God save the Queen. Tut tut. I didn't. I don't know. I didn't have a plan for like if anyone would say, oh, where are you from in England? I would have been like, oh, I'm from Chutney upon Governor. I don't know what my thought would have been. Like, how New would I explain? Uh, and and maybe the teacher would have had like a transfer paper, and they would have known that I was not in fact from England. I don't know. I didn't think it through. But it, whenever they would say we have a new student today, and I would say hi everybody, and I go crap. Forgot to do it. I'll get them next time. So uh, that was always my plan to reinvent myself like that. It never tended to work out. I always thought when I went to a new place, I'm gonna be cool this time. Like I was never. Yeah. I'm never. I've never been cool. I've always been dorky. But when you move to a new place, they don't know that you're a dork. They don't know any of those things about you. You got a clean slate. It's tabula rasa. You can make it whatever you want it to. It just didn't take very long for the for the cream to rise to the top and for everyone to say, Ah, you are a dork. And uh, so it was. But uh, tonight we're going to give you guys a chance to reinvent yourselves. Ooh. And uh, we're going to have just a simple conversation. And uh, the way that we're going to do this is uh, just we're going to give you a chance to just talk about whatever it is that comes to Neff's mind. Oh. Uh, and in front of you, I've placed three cards. On this, on these cards, I have written down some potential character reinventions for you. Can so we look at them? You can go ahead and look at them okay. right now. And uh, Neff is going to give a topic and you can pick whichever one you choose to reinvent yourself as. All right. So you got a couple different ideas. Uh, keep the other ones just down to the side. Don't reveal what they are. But <laughs> once you've picked one. Are we, are we just doing one conversation or are we going to do a couple of these? We'll, we'll just do one because time oh, is a factor I here. Need to, oh, man. So, um, all right. So here we go. Neff, uh, let's uh, tell us the conversation. And uh, this is a conversation for uh, Jackie and Steven. Oh, oh, hold on. I got to pick my thing. I think I'm going to change it now because it's with Steven. Okay. Oh. All right. So, Neff, what are, what are we talking about today? All right. This is going to be tough. Today we're going to talk about recasting the Avengers. Oh. Okay. That was not one of the uh, topics that we <laughs> seated you with. But all right. Neff's Never. calling an audible here. Uh, making things up as we go. All right. So, recasting the Avengers. Go. I think first we need to discuss the obvious recasting of Captain America because they did not get it right the first time. Um, I know with uh, like with my small business that I run that you need to make the right decisions at first. And when you do that, it, it will go the long way. That's why I've been in business for 25 years. Yes. Mm. You've and, surely been in business for 25 years. And, and sure. uh, so we just, I just think we, we should start by, by re making the right decision, recasting Captain Who America. Who says what that it think? wasn't the right decision? We both do because we're having this conversation. No, we don't. You are. Okay. Well, who do you think we should recast then, ma'am? should not be recasted. Chris Evans is the best. The, 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 all of the Avengers. Who are we recasting? Well, you were saying specifically 
Well, that's so we can start the conversation. Yeah, because we're we're just having a fun conversation about recasting. Okay, you guys actually have to do a new character, right? You can't just be like Steven's arrogant and Jackie's going to argue with everything he says. So do we I, have I mean, to I do all three? I thought we were just picking no, just one. one. You know, just one. I'm okay. Just, yeah, but oh. it just this seems like a normal conversation between the two of you guys. Oh, wow. <laughs> Jackie, was your character well, just someone who was arguing with everything <laughs> he says? Passive aggressive anger at who you're talking to. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were just salty because I said Captain America. I feel no, like, yeah. I, was I like, felt like that was a perfect no I feel like, like Jackie, you just drew your own card there. <laughs> At least with that particular uh, Do topic. this as Jackie. Okay, Steven, 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 what were you being? Because I was trying to work it into the conversation. I'm an overly pushy beeper salesman. So I was going to try to tell the conversation <laughs> into buying a beeper. <laughs> you weren't overly pushy enough because like it was... I had also, to you mentioned no beepers. The no, beeper you mentioned well, a business you, I, that he Steve was like, years. but let me give you the backstory. I was born I was born a poor a poor child in Hoboken, New Jersey. I mentioned my business and I was going to turn that into a conversation. How many pager owners you know that grew up in New Jersey? Jackie got angry and threw All of them. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We might give you guys another quick chance to do this in just a minute. Uh, Right now, uh, let's say Least Money and Neff, what are you guys going to talk about? We're going to talk about the family. Talk about your family? About our family. All right. So here we go. I wonder if she got that one. He has to pick his thing. All right. So how's your family doing? Fine. They're fine. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they're fine? Yes, they're fine. You have to ask me all the time how my family's yeah. doing. They're fine. I don't see why that's necessary. Of course you're, what? Of course what? Because you're awesome. You're great. You're how really, am I awesome? I've done nothing in this entire conversation yeah, that's good great. for yeah, you to say that I'm everybody, awesome. Everybody's pretty Every, great. Oh, so, okay, so <laughs> I'm awesome only in the context of <laughs> yeah, everybody's every, awesome. No, of thus, course. Everyone's fair, no. awesome, so I'm I mean, awesome. I'm just as good as everybody else here. You know, your opinion is correct, and I respect that. Sorry, <laughs> did so, you draw my card? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I thought no we were supposed there. to have improv conversations. I know. I feel characters. like this is all just who you guys are. <laughs> what do you mean? All right, Nev, who, who are you? I'm someone trying to make everyone fall in love with them. <laughs> Accurate. <Which> is me. <laughs> and Lily's uh, money, who are you? Someone who argues about everything. Yeah. Oh, that's a rough, that's <laughs> that's, a rough combo. I was going to say, they, that's a stretch there. Oh, uh, man. All right, so I'll give you guys a couple other ones if you can pass that around there. And um, you okay? <laughs> Those little... <laughs> There's no, Sorry. there's no way I can do this new one subtly. Okay. I either have to go. You don't all have into to be it. subtle. You don't have to build like three uh, car- three paragraphs of backstory there, beeper salesman. That was just a setup. Neff, pick two people. Um, let me get uh, Steven mm-hmm. and Ms. Marie. Okay. okay. Neff, what's the topic? Politics. <laughs> it's a good thing we don't have an anger one for that one, right? <laughs> Jump in. Oh, I don't know how to do this. Like this is a tough conversation for the reinvented myself. <laughs> What's the point? I was gonna say nope. Can we just change <laughs> the topic? So, <laughs> nope. So the election was today. Election oh, of some kind. I'm, Something I'm, was being elected today uh, in I'm, this city, the I, great I, city. I'm very busy this time of year. I would not know. I, I, I'm working a lot, uh, getting ready. Uh, for for Christmas, so you can't take time. No, to elect. I, I have lists. Our government officials. I have to read these lists. There's so many lists. <laughs> there's it's and it's a yay or nay. It's never like uh, there's no one arguing. For what about these the kids. people? That's what, about- what I, I'm doing it for the children. <laughs> Somebody needs to think of the children. I've got a lot of I've got a lot of workers. I what need to make sure they get the paid correctly. The future. I'm worried about one day a year, darling. I'm sorry. That's got to really just focus on that. I'm and not it's your not darling. it's not in November. Don't call me darling. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm so sorry. 
you look a little stressed. <laughs> Would you like some milk and cookies to calm you down? Go away. You know, no, I, no. I, I have to. <laughs> I have to find out who you guys are. I think, Steven, you're Santa Claus. Yes. Santa Santa Claus. Oh. You're Batman? I am Batman! <laughs> Santa so Claus happy. versus Batman. God that's was. the conversation we've been wanting. Thank you. That's, <laughs> the, that's the epic rap battles history we need. That's the one that, that we deserve. Who is myth and who is reality? All right. Neff, pick two more people. Let's go. All right. Uh, uh, let me get... Are you? Are you? Yeah, I'm in it. All right, let me get Tony. Okay. And Jackie. Okay. Hi, yes. Jackie. Hi. You're gonna talk about your plans for Thanksgiving. Okay. Oh, Johnny. Um, <laughs> I'm. I'm <laughs> gonna. <laughs> she's she's, she's knitting. Literally she's knitting crocheting, right now. rather. Um. But, yeah. This what are is, your plans? Um. I'm gonna go with my mom. It's gonna be so good. And. Are you sure? Do you need a family? Uh, no, we're gonna go. <laughs> my family's all gonna be there. And, <laughs> Um, they're gonna have like turkey and stuff. Oh, I love turkey so much. I'll have a lot and of turkey at my house. You're gonna be part of my family. Okay, that sounds that really great terrifying. for me to do. I'm so excited to be part of your family too. I'll make you extras um, to take home. Um, okay, that sounds that makes me happy. Do you like gravy? I, I think gravy is really good, good for people to eat. Oh. God. It's a family recipe. I think you'll love it. Okay, I'm ha- happy to eat your gravy. Um, okay. Are you okay. pooping? I'm not pooping. <laughs> is that what it sounds like when you poop? <laughs> no. it, just, it sounds are like you, you're a young are, person taking you, a very difficult poop. Are you Morty from Rick and Morty? I am not. Are you, wait, are you, uh. Are you nervous about every conversation? I'm not. I'm a. I'm a person who's trying but failing at acting happy. Uh, <laughs> and Jackie, oh, wow. Jackie is a witch from I Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> <laughs> Come into my house and have gingerbread. She's <laughs> an old lady. I'm a grandma. <laughs> I'm, a grandma. I'm a grandma. Give us, give us one more nap, and we'll. Can it'll I get be another a, card. This will be all of us in a, in this conversation. All right, we're gonna talk about the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Oh, the Popeye's chicken sandwich. All right, so everybody, pull your cards. Uh, you, you guys got a. a Refresh of cards mm-hmm. there. All right. So, I'll, I kind of want to use the one you just gave me, but this one is really good. Okay. okay. So I have mine, and everybody's in on this. We're all talking about the chicken sandwich, and we're all in character. Are you ready? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Popeyes is not real chicken. Mamma mia! Yes, you are. That's right. Welcome <laughs> you back. You are correct. What is? That is correct. We're talking about the Popeye chicken sandwich today. It's not actual chicken. It is air quotes chicken that the man, the government, would like you to believe is real chicken. The government. No, that's a good point. And if you guys agree with him, comment down in the section below. Let me know what you think. Make sure you give this a like and then subscribe. Hit that bell so you're notified so we can continue this conversation. That's right. I don't understand why we must bring the government into this conversation. Please don't tag me in this if this is on the internet. I don't want them knowing. The internet. What is this this internet? We're broadcasting live across the waves. The waves. What waves are you speaking of? Are you telling me right now that this is people are hearing what we're saying right now? All the way from New Jersey to California. Yeah, man. You know the government is listening, right? Always oh, yeah. listening. That's why. No I'm need to bring the government into this conversation. Later on, we're going to have why a scantily clad woman. Why are we talking about the government? We must be talking Popeye about this sandwich. crappy chicken sandwich. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's not a real chicken. If I just guys, want you to know. It is fake chicken. Guys, we haven't had real chicken in our country since we went off the gold standard. If you, if you guys really <laughs> want to know how I feel about... About that chicken sandwich. Why don't you click up in the top right corner right here and see my reaction to the first Popeye's chicken well, sandwich. Well, don't Stop with your click, click, clicking. We it's want to talk about the chick, chick, chicken. It's not actual chicken. <laughs> Popeye's chicken is people! <laughs> All, right. All right, now let's go to commercial break. <laughs>
So okay, so let's <laughs> who, who Jackie's an Italian. <laughs> Jackie is the most uh, racist, most offensive, <laughs> most offensive stereotypical. If there was anybody I thought the gabagool. falling out of her seat right now. What's the matter with you? We gotta take this picture. Hey, I break your face. What's the coming to go? Jackie, please come back. We love you. <laughs> she's literally she's rolling on the, the floor fishes. laughing. All right, so she ja- literally is raffling. Jackie is a uh, is a is an Italian stereotype. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, she is the Italian stereotype. <laughs> I'm so so sorry. who who is Neff? Neff was a um, was he a, a like shock a jock radio host? Yeah, I, I was a, a wacky host? radio DJ. Okay, okay. and then Steven, you obviously, a YouTuber. YouTube I was a YouTuber. Guy. What's yeah. up? So, least my were you like? I, a, I honestly didn't really hear a lot of her. You're a conspiracy yeah, you guys theorist. Were very I am, loud. I am a tinfoil hat wearing conspiracy yeah. theorist. Are you are you an alien? Are you Ruth Bader Ginsburg? Can you talk about? Can you just do your voice again and just give me oh gosh. I, just, I don't I, know how I was like I was talking like this why are we talking it like a you're a white person Steve <laughs> <laughs> no I was an alien how ironic can you do the rest of the show as a white person just to see what it's like <laughs> you guys know what time it is it's time for our worst thing, thing ever, ever. <laughs> what's going on everybody this is the worst thing ever where we pit terrible superhero movies against each other to find out which one is, in fact, the worst worst thing, thing ever. ever. And this past week, we pit together Catwoman, yeah. Halle Berry's Catwoman, mm. versus Joel Schumacher's Batman and Robin. Two legitimate stinkers. Which Batman and Robin, I have fun with. It's bad, but I have fun with it. Yeah. Cat- Catwoman, nice. I think, is as awful. It's atrocious. Uh, the winner... Or the loser, the, the one, that, loser. the one that moves on in our the brackets. one that moves on on this this turd pile. Can I make a prediction? Who was it? It's the one that takes place in Gotham City. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> wait, wait does does Catwoman take place in I'm Gotham City? Probably. I thought not. it was San Francisco. Does it? Is it San Francisco or New York? That makes it even know. more stupid. Yeah, it was pretty stupid. Catwoman it was so stupid that it moved on. to yeah. the, to the yeah. next round. So that brings us, guys, and gals. To the semifinals. Oh yeah, we're coming up to the end on this. To thing, the aren't end, we? we only have. Three, three more rounds. Three more. To find out which is the worst thing ever. To find ever. out which is the worst thing ever. So what's, so, what's up next on the docket? Uh, the next round is going to be the first of our semifinals, which okay. is Batman v Superman, oh. Dawn of Justice. Gross. Yeah. So bad they didn't even put an S in versus. <coughs> versus Electra. Oh. Yeah. So they can vote for yeah. this where? You can go to our website at nerdofgodcast.com and cast your votes now to determine who will go on to the final round. Which is going to be Batman v Superman or Electra? Which one of those deserves to go on and fight it out, duke it out to be the king of all dukes for the worst thing ever? So reinventing yourself is something that that people do sometimes. You know, we, I was reading a book. Um, I'm re- I was reading the book that called "No" is a four letter word. How I failed at spelling and won at life by Chris Jericho. And one of the last chapters he does, he talks about reinventing yourself. He talks, uh, it refers specifically to like David Bowie. How like on every album that David Bowie came out with, he was basically in a different character. He went from being Ziggy Stardust to you know all the way through all like to a big suited, uh, big suited uh, guy in the eighties to Jareth the Goblin King. To, you know, he was just always constantly coming up with new characters. M- uh, Madonna, very much the same way. You know, you, Madonna went from the, you know, boy toy to the very strong power woman to the, you know, the like a virgin kind of, you know, 
Egyptian conical. Uh, I don't really know. I can't describe Madonna without getting us bleeped off of uh, the internet here. But um, reinventing yourself, there, there's some value to that. Uh, what do you guys think about that? That as a strategy of like, I'm going to take my life and change it into something else. I'm going to adopt a new character for myself. I think, I think it's there's the, ooh. <laughs> everybody one at a time. Got something to say. I think it depends on your reasons behind it. Okay. Uh, like if you're doing it just to reinvent yourself because you're bored or because you want people to like you more. Okay. I think then that's when it becomes dangerous because you're not being authentic and people will A, see that and B, I don't think you'll be satisfied with that. Right. But if you really feel like there's a change that needs to be made in your life, like let's say like you get saved and like all of a sudden like the things that you used to do, you don't want to do anymore. The people you also used to want to be around, you don't want to be around anymore. So you have a lifestyle change that's real and that's good and then that's one that will last and that will be beneficial to you okay that's it, where i was my idea i mean kind of my train of thought was the same thing was just a spiritual i guess application of reinventing yourself is you know as christians we all have reinvented ourselves in mm -hmm. some way at some point because we went from being our old selves and the moment we accepted christ we changed there was a change in us and how we thought or how we acted and so we kind of did reinvent the way we lived our lives and we probably have to reinvent at least myself reinvent the way i live my life in little ways every day because in little ways every day i have to kind of become stronger in my faith and adjust my character and work on reflecting christ in me and so i feel like there's just a constant reinvention reinvention going on so if you were like to time travel and and you bumped into yourself from 10 years ago uh. what would yourself <laughs> from 10 years ago like look at you and go oh my gosh i'm I can't believe that I'm like this. So now. fat. You know, <laughs> you, you can't believe I'm still skinny. I didn't realize you could get fatter. <laughs> no, no, but aside, like the things that you do or the things that you're identified with, like what would younger you not realize? Like, oh my goodness, like Steven said earlier, like I was a rapper and now I'm not a rapper. Now I'm a, I'm on a nerd podcast. You yeah. Know? Um, what would younger you maybe say? I didn't, uh, I didn't know that I would become this thing. I think me 10 years ago, which was also my freshman year in high school, would have thought that I would have been graduated with my degree by now in teaching. Mm. So I think 10 years ago, me would be a little disappointed to see that me now is still on that educational journey. Have you have you in any way changed, like transformed? Are you basically the same Jackie that you were? No, I've definitely then? changed. So what's what was your reinvention? What is what is the, the modern Jackie versus <laughs> the, the younger Jackie? <laughs> I do not let things get to me nearly as much as I used to. Okay. I used to be a very anxious um, person and also very to myself. And it's funny because I was actually talking with Sunny about this, I think, like last week and how like I've especially ever since like working at Disney, I've definitely come a lot more out of my shell when mm -hmm. it comes to communicating with people yeah. and having that like, yeah, I'll just talk to you. It's fine. Like, I'm not going to like freak out about it, but like. 10 years ago, me would have been like, nah, I don't want to talk no to people. No way. <laughs> no way. I'm going to stay in my corner. It's I'll fine. be in my corner. And it's funny because I see you now and you, when like you're in youth ministry, you work with kids, you tend to hone in on and focus on those kids that mm -hmm. sit in the corner and sit by themselves. I, that was me. Yeah. And that's cool. That's a, that's a great transformation. That's a great reinvention because not only have you changed the person that you are, but you're producing something that helps people to become the best person they can be. When I think about people that have kind of reinvented themselves, uh, the, you know, we share the, the celebrity culture that we can look and say someone's name and you can look at. I'll give you an example. Miley Cyrus. 
Came in like a wrecking ball. Came in like a wrecking ball. Little Hannah Montana, right? She was a sweetheart. She was a sweetheart. And then she was She was cute. She was spunky. And then she's naked on a wrecking ball, you know? And she's, you know, grinding on uh, Robin Thicke. Um, You know, weird, weird stuff there. But, like, would you say that's a... She's reinventing herself. Is this a good change? Is this something that maybe younger her would have looked and gone like, ah, that's not what I want? Or is this exactly what she wants? I don't think it's good in that it was good. I think she felt that it was good because she, I mean, what I imagine is she probably felt very boxed in by the image of who she was and the character of who she was and the expectations of who she was. She was very famous, very young. And I think that whole crazy was her way of rebelling out of this mold and going well guess what you don't get to constrain me now in my image i'll be whatever i want and you guys can talk about me and whatever but i'm going to be whatever i want and it's crazy and it's loud and now at this point you know miley cyrus does something no one really cares it's like oh it's just miley cyrus being miley cyrus and i think that's where she was looking to be she didn't want to be you know front page news hannah montana is singing crazily i think she wanted it to be like i'm already crazy and don't judge me for it. Just let me exist. And now she just exists. And we expect Miley Cyrus to be kind of kooky. She controls the narrative now. Exactly. And I think that's really common to see, and especially with child stars or just someone who may have gotten like boxed into a role, they'll do something drastic to kind of shake that image. Not quite as drastic as Hannah Montana, but when you think of Emma Watson growing up and playing Hermione Granger, what did she do as soon as the movies were over? She chopped off all her hair. Yeah. Like she went super short. She did a completely different look change, but not necessarily like she didn't like go off to the deep end as right. Miley did, but she did something drastic. You guys remember City Lou Who from the yes. Grinch movie? Yeah. Oh, she yeah. went from yeah. Where Are You Christmas to like she's like death metal grunge yeah. rocker now. Yeah. Like, uh, Taylor Momsen, is that her name? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. She And she like completely transformed her, yeah. her character, which I guess if you're known as being Cindy Lou Who, you need to transform that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you see positive transformations, though. Chris Pratt went from being sort of a frumpy, dumpy mm-hmm. goofball to being a, a leading man. I mean, oh, yeah. a legitimate, I love both well-loved, well-respected leading man, you know? Um, Robert Downey Jr., very much oh, the same yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, a, 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 a cr- yeah, criminally bad, tragic story yeah. Oh, yeah. Of, from his of a, childhood. A drug yeah. addiction and sexual abuse and, and all of these different things. I mean, a, a washed up, wasted, you know, has been to being one of the biggest stars in the world. Yeah. Uh, tremendous transformation and, and reinvention. Um, one, Stephen, you'll remember from your rap days. Yeah. Do you remember the, uh, the the little rap organization, NWA? Yeah. How about uh, Ice Cube? Yeah. Ice Cube went from being a foul-mouthed, weapon-toting, I mean, you know, he had a good day when he didn't even need to use his AK, AK yeah. <laughs> to being the lead guy in a bunch of kids' movies. Yeah. Well, he got to make money. <laughs> how, about, how about this is going to be, I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be a weird one. Uh, Keanu Reeves. Going from like the Bill and Ted era to Whoa. like then becoming like the Neo era Whoa. and like Point Break, and, and now, then now he's John Wick, he's John Wick. Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like the, the Keanu sons. I think Keanu was always the same. It was us who changed. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if you're gonna go to this, but another, it's not really a change, but like it's not how you think of him anymore. Is The Rock? Oh yeah, you know, yeah. he's not even The Rock anymore. He's yeah. Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, but like he was, he was. A wrestler. He's, he's the, the most he's transcended electrifying his man in the sports entertainment. Electrify, yeah. And now he's the 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 biggest movie star in the world. But right even now. when he was wrestling, he went from Rocky Maivia to the Nation of Domination Nation. to you know to the, the, the people's champion. Yeah. 
yeah, no, that's that's a, a great point. Um, I think about it in comic books. Um, I just you know went back and I platinum the Spider-Man game for the PlayStation Four, Ooh, and you have all you. these costumes in the game that you can play. And you go, man, Spider-Man's even changed a lot over the years. You have the Spider-Man, Spider-Man. You have the <laughs> you have the the symbiote Spider-Man, mm-hmm. which was a really cool thing. You have yeah. Cosmic Spider-Man when he had these big powers and the Clone Saga, and now you have Miles Morales, mm-hmm. a whole new different different generation appreciating Spider-Man. Spider Gwen, completely yeah, a reinvented character. Um, Superior Spider-Man, if you remember that storyline. So, oh, yeah. uh, but they're constantly like bringing this time-honored and, and beloved character back in new and fresh ways to keep people interested, to keep people buying the comic books. So, I, I guess the question for us is, what has been the a factor? What has been the the catalyst in our own personal transformations, uh, in taking us from who we were to who we are, or, or maybe what is the catalyst from taking us from who we are into who we will be? Is it a desire? Is it something yeah. in your life? Is it something that you're uncomfortable with? You say, I don't, like like Lisa Marie said about Miley Cyrus, like, I didn't want to be this, so. I mean, I think for me personally, it's it's the desire to, to be whatever it is I'm going to be, to mm-hmm. be whoever it is I'm going to be. You know, I'm not the same person I was 10 years ago. I don't think that I am the person that I'm going to be. I don't think that this is level 100 Lisa Marie, you know? <laughs> Mm-hmm. But I think I'm closer to that than I was 10 years ago. And it's probably because forever I've always just had a desire to become the person. And it sounds cheesy and spiritual, but it's true. I've just always wanted to be whatever the person was that God wanted me to be. Whoever the best version of me was and the strongest version of me was and the most successful version of me was. And the closest to God me, that's the thing I wanted to be. And I think maybe I'm not there yet, but I'm closer now than I was before. And I think it's because that desire has always been present in me that in little ways that maybe I didn't even notice in the moment, I've always been, you know, secretly working my way up that ladder to becoming that. <laughs> well, you mentioned God, and that's good. We're Christian podcasts, so so it's not weird for us to talk about that. But how does God feel about transformation? Like, how does God how does God feel about us reinventing ourselves? I think he's, he's totally smart. down. Yeah. yeah, what I mean, we, we even see it with, uh, let's look at Paul. Yeah, yeah Paul's, it's like Saul to Paul like, is like the easiest one. It's like a huge transformation from being anti-Christian to having this experience Definitely. where he interacts with, with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And it changes his whole perspective his whole life like he becomes one of the biggest advocates for christ and you see this again i mean in in moses moses goes from being a Mm -hmm. prince of egypt to being a shepherd to being um a a redeemer of the 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 prisoners in egypt to being the lawgiver leading them through the wilderness um again the same thing with peter yeah peter goes from being a fisherman Mm -hmm. to being a follower a disciple to being a preacher to eventually being a martyr well Um, i mean all of the disciples yeah they were something else and then they were called by god and called by jesus and then they became, and there's a transformation, a transformation, and it's funny and a because, willingness. yeah, uh, yeah, very much so, and it, and that's that's it. When Jesus calls Peter, he's like, "Hey, your name is Simon, but from now on, you're going to be Cephas, you're going to be Peter, you're yeah. going to, uh, you know, you're the rock." And there is a transformation that happens there. The biggest transformation that people are talking about right now is, well, you guys know him, Kanye West. Yeah. yeah. What's the deal with that? Well, it, okay. it's the Lord. Good. Yeah, good. like at least, I, at least, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to cast aspersions and say that he's not doing anything authentically. Um, He's but, still selling a crap load of money for awful merchandise. Yes, he is. Sorry. Yeah. Um, just, let's bad. be real. He might put that into missions. You don't know. Maybe. Um, but, I mean, I would, I'm would. i cautious just because like it's, it's cynical. I'm a cynical person. Yeah. Uh, but, I, but I'm but i hoping and praying that it's legitimate because mm-hmm. it seems people are legitimately like, like, I saw a tweet the other day that said, 
um, I'm an atheist, but I listen to Con- Connie's new album and I'm thinking about God and I like the way that feels. Yeah. So it's like, it, like if you know God can use mo- any vessel, mm-hmm. like so if yeah. Connie's gonna be a legitimate vessel, that's a, an awesome. And thing. I think it's interesting. It's I mean I don't know. Funny is the right word, but it's interesting to me like how as a church we can come to church at like or has a christian community you can go to church every day or every week and kind of talk about how god can transform any circumstance and redeem any life and all of these things and yet we're all so easy to be skeptical about whether or not the kanye transformation is a real transformation yeah you're right and it's not only interesting no go ahead oh no sorry i didn't mean to cut you off but it's like and it's not only that but it's also seeing people who are calling themselves christian and just crapping on kanye for it like you call yourself a Christian. Why do you think they do that? <sighs> Probably because they feel bad about their own life. Is it yeah, because we like, knew who Kanye was before? Yeah. Yeah, because he was a crazy person before. And he mm. was, but like... And people are maybe not sure that this isn't just another stunt? Or yeah. a cash grab or something Which like Which I would hope is not the case, but like, I mean, you, when you think about it, we talked about it earlier, like with Saul and Paul, like, he was a murderer. He murdered Christians. You would think that those Christians were probably very tentative about trusting him, too. Sure. But look at everything that he did. Now, the difference, I think, between Saul and Kanye, and, and I've heard that connection made, that mm-hmm. parallel made between the two of them. They're more, not the same person. I, I, I'm yeah, not very, No, no, I know you're not, but I, I get very uncomfortable with that. But Kanye, uh, you know, went straight from, I mean, straight from, we're doing this to we're doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul... He took like three years and went and studied the scriptures. Yeah. He went away from everybody. He re- reclused himself from everyone and, and just got alone with God. So when he came back, he was squared and prepared. Mm-hmm. Kanye is kind of learning still, and but he doesn't have that benefit. He's still in the public eye. Yeah. So people are watching him learn and watching mm-hmm. him make those baby Christian mistakes and judging him for it like and, severely. And I also feel like, and I mean, yeah, we can say he went from this to this, but realistically, I mean... We don't know. None of us really know the internal battle or, like, what Kanye's, like, journey has been like over the course of the past who knows how long. You know, we can say it was a quick thing, but Mm -hmm. for all we know, this has been brewing within him for a while, and maybe Mm -hmm. it hasn't shown like it's shown now, but we don't know that his journey hasn't been a long one and a, Mm -hmm. a very transformative one that has been expansive. Like, I just think, like, maybe it's a amazing awesome thing that's actually happening maybe it's a stunt but ultimately god's name the name of jesus is being put out there mm-hmm. massively mm-hmm. touching like steven said i mean people who otherwise wouldn't be getting it so i'm all for it whether or not kanye at the end of the day actually legitimately is like yeah this is real i'm i'm living for christ now he did something that's putting jesus's name out there in a big way and i'm like go kanye yeah, um, that al- i'm sorry i didn't mean to jump on what you're saying when the album came out the phrase jesus is king is was the most trending and thing when that day. has that happened otherwise exactly i'm all for it hey uh, um the, the the fact that kanye's doing the thing that we're all supposed to be doing is yeah. a little embarrassing yeah um you know but we're very comfortable christians you know we're not we're not in it. we don't have his platform so when people are judging kanye right now like the thing i think of is like i think that people are hesitant to accept kanye as a christian because they're too afraid of being tricked instead of being courageous enough to be good followers of christ and accept somebody and and try to help them instead of 
uh, judge them and be against them. So what's the damage if Kanye is pulling a fast one on us? And, and that's what I was I was just going to say. I think the another part of it is just a little a bit of a level of like maybe a protectiveness or defensiveness. It's like, hey, guys, we want this to be a thing. But if it's not a thing, if he makes us look bad, then mm-hmm. suddenly, you know, we don't want that. I don't, so. well, well, I don't we'll, think Christians need help making ourselves well, look bad. What would make us look bad? Worse, us believing Kanye or us not accepting Kanye. And I think that's the thing. If somebody came into our church and they just said, hey, I want to believe in Jesus, and we're like, eh, it seems a little sketchy, we would still accept them, and we would still walk them through the process. If they initiated that relationship, then that's the church's responsibility Mm -hmm. to love, welcome, and disciple them. Mm -hmm. Kanye might be very affluent, might be very public in, in, in people's appearance, and people might say, hey, here's the guy that has it all together, but he's a baby Christian. He is. And he needs someone to hold him accountable and hold mm-hmm. him disip- uh, uh, to disciple him and to walk him through this. And if we don't, if we let him be a celebrity Christian who no one is going to say no to and no one, then he's going to come up with some jacked up, whacked up form of Christianity that is going to be very public and it's going to be worse than if he didn't. Mm-hmm. I just saw Chance the Rapper was, saw a clip of him on Ellen talking about the things that he does. And he's like, I, and I do it because of Jesus. Jesus is the reason I do it. I don't know that Chance the Rapper necessarily has a Christian testimony, uh, but people then start kind of um, appropriating the name mm-hmm. of Jesus and adding it on there because they see Kanye doing it. And it's a quick way to get some trendy stuff. I get a little nervous and concerned about that, that then young people who are looking at Kanye and saying, hey, I, and I think that he's trying to make an effort. I, I really do. From what I've seen, it seems like he's trying. Uh, and they, they might look at that and be inspired by it. But then the next couple guys that come along, they might go, oh, well, I can just do all the things and still have Jesus. And then it just becomes a cultural trend. Jesus becomes the the next Tamagotchi or Pet Rock mm. or, you know, Slap Bracelet or whatever. And it, it's, it's just, cool to be Christian. It's And it's the same thing that happened, not, not to make a crude analogy, but like with the Me Too thing. Like, it's like, oh, no, this is awful. Oh, no, this is awful. Oh, no, this is awful. Oh, it's happening again. This is awful. And now we don't even care anymore. Now we don't even care anymore. And, and that's the same thing. Hey, Jesus is king. Jesus is king. Jesus is whatever. And then it becomes background noise. So um, you can't control that. The culture will never. Jesus has never done his best work when he's been in the mainstream. Uh, But for Kanye's sake, if we see a transformation in his life and we see fruit and he's reinventing himself as a follower of Christ, I'm for it. I'm for it. Sir, we're receiving a hail. Your friends at the Nerd of Godcast are waiting to talk to you. Call 760-N-O-G-C-A-S-T. Call now. So we're talking about reinventing ourselves tonight, and uh, we have someone in a, for a random encounter this evening, someone who's never been on the show before, but has been a longtime friend of the show, uh, doing great things for the kingdom of God, and, and I'd like to say maybe reinventing themselves because they have been all around the stinking planet, and I can't wait to hear some of the stories of their adventures. Uh, can you welcome to the Nerd of Godcast for the very first time, Kevin Wilganowski. Kevin Wilganowski. Hey, how's it going, everyone? What's going on, man? Is it, is it Kevin and Kev, Kevin and Corey or just Kevin? Oh, just Kevin right now. Okay, yeah. just Kevin right now. Uh, Kevin, welcome to the show, man. It's, it is great to finally, I guess, talk to you for the first time. For sure, man. It's been a while, but yeah, it's, it's tight. I like this. This is really, really cool. So so you you're where, where are you from, man? I'm from Houston, Texas. Now you have a little a little Texas accent. Are you originally from Houston? <laughs> uh, yes, yes, I am. That's really really cool. But you, uh, what do you do in Houston? Yeah, so actually we moved to Austin, Texas now, okay. and I'm a youth minister. That's amazing. Okay. Thank you for your service to the kingdom. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. That's so. Is Austin as weird as I've heard? 
Yeah, I know it is weird, man. It really is, though, for sure. That is really cool. So one of the reasons that I wanted to have you on, and I've been kind of bugging you about this for months now uh, on the Internet, is uh, you guys went on this insane adventure this year. Yeah, yeah, no, it was it was awesome. It was a great adventure for sure. So, what in the world? Tell us a little bit about this. What got <laughs> what put this in your mind and in your heart? What got you on this path? And, and tell us a little bit about where you went. Yeah, yeah. To kind of give you the story is basically I was working as a youth minister uh, back in Houston, and I had two youth groups basically. Okay. So it was like a lot of time, and it was on Saturdays and Sundays. Wow. So I had a lot of time doing that, and my wife I was also busy with her work. And we just kind of were praying a lot and just kind of decided that, yeah, we just need to do something together and for God. And so we just prayed about it and we wanted to go on a mission trip. Uh, that's kind of what we got out of it. And yeah, then we just kind of signed up for one. Uh, we we heard of Youth with a Mission. That's who we went with. Yeah. Or YWAM for short. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're fans. My wife, so we just signed up for one. And the one that kind of got back to us the quickest and was the one in Australia. That's um, so which, cool. Yeah, we were all about. So, so now, yeah. Now, so. some people will sign. Was this your first big missions trip before, or you, you've done this before? No, I've done a couple before. I've been to Brazil and Costa Rica as well. So some people will sign up for these things, and, you know, they'll go to South America, or, you know, they'll go to some inner city project, and, you know, they'll spend a, a week, maybe 10 days doing this thing. You decided you were going to go to the other side of the planet. Tell yeah. us about your adventures. Yeah, yeah. So first off, if anyone's ever done it before, the flight to Australia is just absolutely terrible. Yeah, it uh, terrible. It's <laughs> it's the worst thing in the world. Like it's so worth it at the end, but man, it's so bad. How long um, is the flight? How long? Yeah, how long is it? So if you if we went from Houston to LA, which was you know whatever that's easy, but from LA to <laughs> Australia. It's like at least sixteen hours. That's garbage. Seven, yeah, That's it's, garbage. It's it's insane. And so I'm I'm also I have the smallest bladder in the world too. So <laughs> it's just terrible being in a middle seat. Have you met uh, Steve? I bet you. I bet your bladder isn't smaller than Second Stevens. Second smallest. <laughs> He's gotten up to pee twice since we've been on the phone with you. Nice. That's awesome. You <laughs> maybe have me beat. Yeah, you got me. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but to Australia was awesome and. Uh, so we went to a, a city called Newcastle, which is about three hours away from Sydney. Cool. To give you kind of reference. All right. And that's where we were. That's where we stayed most of the time while we were in Australia. So what kind of stuff did you do there? Yeah. So in YWAM, they for the first couple months on a discipleship training course, they um, they kind of teach you some basics about faith and about where you are with God. Okay. So it's kind of like two and a half months of kind of like a school program, honestly, where you learn a lot of things and, but it's more, more about you trying to figure out where you are with God Okay. and just learning more about hearing his voice. So now you, yeah. you guys, this isn't your first thing. I mean, you guys are in ministry and like you're, you've been doing this and you're, you go to this like basically back to the basics, right? You're, yeah. you're there like mm-hmm. relearning, rediscovering yourself. Yeah. On the other side of the planet. Yeah, for two and a half months, a lot of learning, praying, and... In Australia. Yeah, in Australia. That's so cool. Yeah. So we had a good time just kind of (laughs) um, learning more about ourselves. Yeah, and like figuring... And again, I was pretty burnt out, to be honest, at that time, personally. Mm -hmm. So it was just good to kind of just relax and kind of just learn from God in that time of wow. what's going on in my life. And, um, yeah, like how to get out of that burnout. And so which you, was, was, great. was yeah. your burnout from kind of doing the same old thing? Was it kind of just from the rigors of ministry, your day-to-day life? Like where was that coming from? If you don't mind me asking. 
Yeah, no, it's good. Uh, it was basically just running two youth groups um, and just overworking myself. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was like an experimental like kind of program at my church whenever they hired me for that position. And we learned that it did not work. And so, um, yeah, it's just, it's just too much to handle two youth groups that were just totally different. Sure. Um, totally different, just dynamics and people. They were both amazing. I love them so much still to this day and I keep in contact, but just managing those two and trying to pour my heart out to, to both of them at the same time That's was just lot. too hard. Yeah. yeah. So this yeah. is, so we, we take this journey now We're we're on the other side, we're in the land down under. Yeah. Yeah. So while we're doing all that, we're, we're actually doing youth ministry as well every week in Australia, which I was like, Oh no, God, like <laughs> why I wanted to get why? away, but it was really good though. Cause God was just teaching me like, Hey, you still love this. And it's true. I still love it. That's awesome. So that was really cool. And then they kind of split you up. So we had a class of about 30 people and um, they split you up into teams of about 10 or so, depending on, you know, the the stuff. And then they um, you kind of pray about where does where do you want to go? And they gave us three options, basically. And uh, we prayed for something and we actually prayed for going to um, Eastern Asia. And we wrote that down on a little piece of paper that you give them. Right. And then they came back to us and like, hey, man, um, this team over here needs a lot of people due to this circumstance. Like, would you be open to go into that? And we did so in Asia, Costa Rica, and Detroit, Michigan. So, yeah. So so you went from Houston all the way to Australia to come back to Costa Rica and Michigan. Yes. Okay. Uh All right. Yeah. And so yeah, it's like at first we were kind of like, I mean, that's kind of weird. Like, right? We we didn't want that, and honestly, we were kind of confused of why why did that happen. But the cool thing is my wife and I love Costa Rica, so we weren't really opposed to it. Nice. That's where we had our honeymoon, and that's where we did our first mission trip together. Hey, hey. Yeah, and so we love we love Costa Rica. And so we actually got to go back to the place where we served in our mission trip together, too, which was super awesome. Um, How cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and Detroit was cool, too, as well. Like, we got to just really uh, – we like, we were off of 8 Mile, uh, like, literally, like – we were on eight mile. Wait, oh, and... I wish you could have just seen Stephen and Neff's faces. Palm <laughs> <Mom's> spaghetti. Palm <laughs> yes, spaghetti. Yeah, absolutely. How sweaty yeah. were your palms, Kevin? <laughs> but yeah, so it was kind of a rough part of the town, right? But man, it was just really cool to get to to know and see what YWAM's doing in Detroit as well. And the cool news out of Detroit is. So I don't know how it is in Florida, but in Texas, it's super easy for churches and youth ministers to get into schools and do programs and stuff like that. Yeah, it can be. But yeah, but in Michigan, it's like a hard no, or at least in Detroit, ISD. Um, But they gave us a four-week opportunity to do an after-school program with them to teach kids about the Bible. Wow. And then after that, they said, hey, next year you're doing this every year or every week. So yeah, so so YWAM Detroit's in the schools now, which is awesome for them. That is awesome. That's so cool. Yeah. Well, very cool. So how long altogether were you guys gone? Yeah, so two and a half months in Australia, um, and then two months basically, or three months basically for um, Detroit and Michigan, and we went back to Australia. So overall, it was like six months basically. Wow. So you yeah. your entire lives were kind of put on hold back home, and you, I mean, you went to the mission field. I mean, you went to the mission field. Yeah, yeah, for sure. How much of an adjustment was that? I mean, not being able to sleep in your own bed, not having your stuff, you know? I mean, that seems so strange. Yeah, no, it was. And, like, we were in an old nursing home in Newcastle, Australia. So, like, it was, like, a refurbished, like, 
old person's home. That right? sounds haunted. And, I don't know why. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was quick, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was weird, but um, and so like yeah, it was kind of weird not having your own like bed and stuff like that. And we were my wife and I were the only married couple in our class. Oh. Um, so thankfully we had the nicest room because uh, everyone else was in bunk beds. So that was kind of nice. But um, yeah, it was it was, was kind of weird to be honest, right? To just not have your stuff and yeah, live out of a backpack for a while. Um, that was kind of weird, but overall though, it was cool to see, I don't know, just like those things kind of go away and you just focus really on what God's doing and what God's calling you to do. That sounds like an amazing opportunity and an amazing experience. I mean, something you probably at the end of it wouldn't trade for anything. No. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a lot of learning and a lot of, uh, cool times. And, the most important part of it too was just being with my wife and getting to hang out with her, and so that was awesome as well. That's really cool. So tonight we're we're talking a little bit about kind of reinventing yourselves, you know, going from uh, you know who we were to who we can be in God, and uh, kind of reinventing our characters based on you at the beginning of this journey, and then you, I mean, the collective you at the end of the journey. Um, how would you say that you had changed or you had transformed over the course of these months? Yeah. Um, one big one for sure that I've noticed, like even this week, honestly, is I was really focused in youth ministry on making sure the events that I planned were perfect right. and were good mm-hmm. and all that stuff, which is fine. It's great. I get that, yeah. But I, yeah, but I wasn't focused on discipling kids okay. and I wasn't focused on hearing God's voice. But I think this trip really helped me just, I don't know, just keep that priority. Wow. So now my new, my new youth ministry, like all I do is like, before I plan an event, before I do anything, I'm like, all right, God, like, what should we do instead of being like, okay, what, what can I do for this event to be cool? How can I make this event perfect? It's like, okay, God, what should we do? And so for me personally, it's like just taking those things and putting those into practice at, at my youth ministry. I've, I've just seen a lot of cool things happen uh, with my kids and stuff like that. And with me personally as well, just trusting God uh, with what he wants to do, like in my group and stuff like that. How long so that, that's guys, a big one. Yeah. How long have you been in Austin now? We have been in Austin for two and a half months, three months. Wow. So this is still yeah. a new, new journey for you. Yeah, yeah. And we literally felt like God called us to Austin to move to Austin when we were in Costa Rica. And we literally got back home and we literally just started like calling for jobs and like places to live. So cool. it was another leap of faith. Yeah, it was cool. Man, you guys are just all about jumping at it. I, I envy that. <laughs> I, I hear this and I'm just like, that sounds absolutely impossible that's something i could never do but man that's so inspiring that's so cool yeah yeah and for me personally i hate it too like i love consistency so this has been kind of stressful but it's also been really cool to see how god provides and how how he works i love that and i I wonder how many of us if we're if we're really really honest if we wanted to follow god how many of us could truly leave our nets and follow him how many of us could truly leave the comfort and the control of our own lives and just say all right god come what may we're we're coming after you we're coming after you hard uh what what all of our lives would look like how how all of us could be transformed and reinvented if we would just say okay i'm i'm going to follow you wherever whenever however long it takes mm-hmm. that's really inspiring man thank you so much for sharing your story with us yeah, uh, absolutely. If, Thanks if for having me on. If yeah. we're in Austin, where do we come visit you and crash your youth group? <laughs> yeah, uh, come to Dripping Springs Presbyterian Church. It's the best church ever. The best church ever. What's the name of your youth group? <laughs> uh, Dripping Springs Youth. You can do better <laughs> than that. You can do better. <laughs> You're better than that. 
<laughs> I don't know. It's just it's just what was given to me. So we'll see about next year. We'll see if we'll change it or not. That's right. Yeah, you got to take your time. You're still new. It's to, only two yeah. and a half months into it. So very very cool. Well, man, thank you so much. And and hey, you know, really honestly, this is the first time we've ever had a uh, conversation. Conversation. Um, I just want to say, man, you've been with us for a long time as a listener, and thank you so much for your encouragement and your support. You, uh, you, and you personally have single-handedly been responsible for so many great things that our show has been able to do um, with with your prayers, with your encouragement, with your with your giving. Um, I, I know you don't do that kind of stuff to be recognized, but I do want to recognize you and just let you know, really from my heart, um, you, you've, you've helped us a lot, and, and we appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Thank yeah, you. thanks. Thanks for all y'all do. Y'all are the best. Man, you're the best. So. You're the best, Kevin. You're the best. <laughs> We're on our way. We're going to Austin right now. We want to enjoy the weirdness and we want to go see uh we want to go see Kevin and the Corey and, uh, and brainstorm youth group names. We're gonna come yeah. up with some youth group names. Kevin's awesome. Heck yeah, man. let's do it. I let's wish I could it. touch yeah. your swag, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> so good. It's <laughs> good stuff, man. Thanks so much for being on the show, Kevin. We'll talk to you later, man. All right. Thanks for having me. Have, Have a good, good night. night. And that does bring us to the end tonight. I just want to uh, I just want to encourage you with one last thing as we consider the idea of reinventing ourselves. And it really is this. Uh, it's a process. You don't just like click your heels together and then one day you're a new person. Yeah. Uh, it's something that you have to walk out and you have to add to it. The Bible is very, very clear about this. It, it's a procedural thing that you have to add to. Second uh, Peter chapter one says, for this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness. Add to your goodness, knowledge. Add to knowledge, self-control. To self-control, perseverance. To perseverance, godliness. To godliness, mutual affection. To mutual affection, love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, wherever you're at today, take one more step to be somebody new in Jesus Christ. Take one more step. The next day, take one more step. Add to your faith. Add to your goodness. Add to your uh, self-control. Add to your love and your grace and all these things. Add to them because every day God's got a new version of you that he wants to bring to the world. Not denying the person that he's made you to be, but being a new creation every single day. Mm -hmm. Uh, please join the conversation. You can do that by hitting us up across all the social medias at Nerd of Godcast. And uh, we look forward to hearing how God is changing your lives. For the Nerd of Godcast, Steve-O Supremo. Goodbye, everybody. Jack Geefreakin' Wilson. Bye. The big man, Quentin Gregory Neff. A level up yourself. Just that different latitude. And lovely lady, Lise Mati. Make good choices. Over in the booth, Nicholas the Engineer. Goodbye. My name's Tony T. Until next time, we ain't gots to go home, but we can't stay here. I'm trying to think of things to say. What's a really random topic for a podcast? Apple uh, harvesting. <laughs> Are you interested in apple farts? <laughs> Boy, am I. <laughs> well, you've reached the right podcast. It depends on the time of year. Welcome to the Apple Fart Podcast. <laughs> They're not in season now, but... We're we ass eat, and fruits. We're eat different, sweet, sweet. We eat different apples. Let's see what comes out. Forget passion time. fruits. Yikes. You'll be passing fruits. All right. Hello. <laughs> and I thought beans were the musical fruit. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to
Dutch oven? <laughs> you are the Dutch uh, oven. Uh, <laughs> that's how they get Dutch apple pie. Yeah. Sorry. 